Welcome to Politics and Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. We are going to have a great show for you today, folks. How's everybody doing? I trust that you had a wonderful weekend. It's Monday, folks. Let's start it on a great note. Let's start it on a positive note. First of all, I got in here early as usual, but today was a bit special as I needed to finish up a whole lot of blogs while I'm sitting down here just listening to Rourke. And let me tell you something. I'm going to say this and I want everybody to tell everybody about this. KPFT has the best damn DJ on the planet. Rourke is one of those guys, You do, it doesn't matter what kind of music you like, you're going to get such a mix of flavor that even if you don't like a particular kind of music, you're going to eventually start liking it just because of the way this guy puts it together. I sat down here doing my work, having fun, and let me tell you, I'm like, damn, work really has it together with the whole plethora of music that he plays here. So don't forget, folks, tell folks every day, make sure to listen right after 8 o'clock when they're listening to You Talk with Steve. Remember to go ahead and tune into work for three hours, nine until, well, three, two hours and 50 minutes, nine until around near noon. And then, of course, be here on Monday, Wednesdays, Fridays for Politics Done Right. Anyway, as I walk, as I came into the studio from Kingwood today, looking at the gas prices all over and I'm seeing them creep up again. They're up from the from the from the media from the uh, average now. They're up forty one cents, right? Forty one cents. Those executives, those oil executive thugs, are at it again. They do it slowly so that you don't re- recognize what's going on. I'm going to tell you, folks: use less gas, walk more, use your bike. You'll get healthier, and you'll put a pinch on their pockets forcing them to put the price down. They claim they're having some sort of supply issues. But you know what? Notice that you don't see any supply issues. Notice that you don't burn, you don't, you don't stop driving. You don't stop doing these things. So the same amount of gas is being sent. It just means that they can charge you more. And then they give you that those crazy excuses about uh, the supply problem. It's a lie. I repeat. It's a lie. The fact that you're burning about the same amount of oil and you're just paying more. This is a good reason to start honestly. And and folks, I don't say this with any, uh, with a lot of, I'm saying this with a lot of passion. I mean this. It is time to nationalize the oil industry. It's an industry that is reaping the resources of that belongs to all of us with a few making a profit on it. And they decide when to jerk around with our prices. They mess with your budget. They mess with the food of young kids. They mess with the, the, the livelihood of people. And it has nothing to do with the re- that they had to do it. They do it because they can. That's not the subject of the show today. But I, as I drove in and I started watching all the gas prices as I drove in, it really got me upset because I know the math. And the math says they're just gouging you. They're just taking the money out of your pockets. They're taking your kids' education. They're taking your kids' food. They're taking your kids' health because they can. The evil behind a system that can simply that can simply say, I can pull another dollar out of you, irrespective of consequences, irrespective of humanity, 
folks, we, we ought, you want to see prices drop? Let them realize that we are about to nationalize the industry. And you see how quickly those prices fall. In other words, the oil in the ground was not put there by the oil company. The research and development that creates the materials that's necessary to go into the well, much of that was created by our university, intelligent engineers, physicists, and otherwise, who then the oil industry was able to monopolize on the education we gave them, you paid for. Now they try to jerk it from you. We have to be, we have to stop being docile in accepting the thievery, the thuggishness of the oil company executives. These prices that we are paying, you can, how can you make a budget? All of my people out there that are living paycheck to paycheck, how can you budget your money? Not knowing if your oil prices are going to go up 10% today and drop 5% tomorrow. You can't make a budget. It is time for us to get to our senators and Congress people and say, you either nationalize the industry or we'll elect people who will. And then, of course, they're going to take it to the courts and we'll make sure to get impeachable court, I mean, impeachable majorities so that any judge that overturns the will of the people will be impeached. 713 526 5738 is our number. 713-526-5738. There's a, there's a suit that was laid on Beto O'Rourke a few months ago. He made a comment about a billionaire who donated to, uh, to Abbott. And he called it a bribe. And he's being sued by the billionaire who donated to Abbott for calling it a bribe. Think about that. Uh, now, the oil companies don't even want you to be able to say anything against them. Oil companies, oil billionaires. Oh, you talk about them because they have a billion. They can throw you into court to fight them. It is time. This is what, this is what an oligarchy looks like. It's not a complete oligarchy yet, folks. But it's up to you that are listening to my voice and are, that's going to share this around and that's going to tell people around the world, around the country, we will take this no more. The thuggery must stop. The theft must stop. The pilfer must stop. All right. Anyway, folks, we have a great program for you today. The title of the show today is, as I look for it, okay, the title of the show is Moderna COVID Vaccine Hike is Evil. Numero uno, first subject. Second subject, why Memphis acted so fast on Nichols' murder. Nichols is a, Tyree Nichols, a guy who the five cops murdered. And of course, the Santiago Accords, or I think it's called the Santiago, uh, the Santiago Declaration from all from organizations around the world talking about how do we rid ourselves of neoliberalism because it is fatal to most of us. It is fatal to the world. It is fatal to Mother Earth. 713-526-5738. I await your calls. Remember, you also have the options to tell us whatever you want or to even change the subject. 713-526-5738. Hit the number two. And you'll get directly to me on air. And your comments will be heard on air. Please don't wait till the end of the show. 713-526-5738. Una vez más lo voy a repetir. 
713-526-5738. Llámame. Me pueden hablar en, lo, en cualquier idioma que quieran. 713-526-5738. Anyway, folks, let me tell, let's, let's go ahead and get started with the essay. And remember, always you can find the essay at politicsandright.com slash newsletter. In case we don't get through the entire essay, 713-526-5738. And you can find the essay at politicsandright.com slash newsletter. All right. First item, Moderna COVID vaccine hike is evil. Uh, Tori, thank you so kindly for coming in today and being our engineer and phone and everything else. Before I get started, I forgot to say I always value your opinion. I always value what you have to say. So before I read my essay, give me your thoughts. Oh, well, on uh, the vaccines, I think we ought to do for the rest of the world what we're doing for the U.S. They need to be offered for free to everyone, everywhere. You know, we've got the best vaccines. Cuba's got some good ones, but the Chinese vaccines suck. I mean, you know, they need to confiscate the patent on that. And, uh, you know, it just doesn't matter. This is like war. It's an emergency. And uh, there's no, I don't blame the companies for acting like companies, for for-profit companies. That's what they do. That's their stripe. They've got their fiduciary responsibility. responsibilities. But it's, the government has its responsibility. And one of it, one of them during wartime is to have a wartime economy. And that means uh, organizing all the, all the, the entire society from the media and the corporations and everything down uh, to get them all on the same You're page hear and working in the right direction. You're going to hear the symbiotic uh, statement that I make because I'm glad that you used the word military. That was very important. And your thoughts on anything else before I go to the essay? <laughs> Let's not open that can of worms. Okay, well, I tell you, let me get to the essay. We'll talk later, okay? All right, great. Anyhow, folks, the title of the program again, once again, Moderna COVID vaccine hike is evil. Why Memphis acted so fast on Nicole, uh, Nichols' murder and neoliberalism. Subtitle, Moderna's price hike should be a crime. Tyree Nichols murderers will learn of two justice systems. The Santiago Declaration envisions the end of neoliberalism's death spiral. All right, here we go. The technology used to develop the Moderna vaccine was developed primarily with taxpayer dollars over decades. It wasn't something that everybody think it was quick. Oh, look how fast they developed the vaccine. RNA technology was in practice. RNA technology was under development for decades under the auspices of government grants, under the auspices of so much more. Now, they want to hike prices. The following report from KHN was clear. The vaccines made by Pfizer and Moderna, which are likely to be the first to win FDA approval, in particular, rely heavily in particular rely heavily on two fundamental discoveries that emerge from federally funded research. The viral protein designed by Graham and his colleagues and the concept of RNA modification first developed by Drew Wiseman and Kathleen Carico at the University of Pennsylvania. In fact, Moderna's founders in 2010 named the company after this concept, modified RNA, Moderna, according to co-founder Robert Langer. 
This is the people's vaccine, said corporate critic Peter uh, Mayor Bard Duck, director of Public Citizens Access to Medicine program. Federal scientists helped invent it and taxpayers are funding its development. It should, it should, be, it should belong to humanity. Moderna through spokesperson Ray Jordan acknowledged its partnership with NIH throughout the COVID-19 development process and earlier. I will continue this uh, part of the essay, but first let's go ahead and bring James into the fold. He wants to uh, mention about gas prices. Go ahead, James. Oh, yeah. I was just listening to the show, and uh, I'm a supporter of KPFT, and I'm thankful for you know varied voices being on the air and great music. Uh, I do have, I guess, a disagreement with the host of the show. Uh, I felt like his comments were very simplistic in nationalizing the oil company, uh, the the oil business, I think would be a silly, crazy thing, in my humble opinion. Mm -hmm. What I do know is that the people that work for oil companies, including those trying to get the oil Mm -hmm. to the refineries and from the refineries to made into gasoline, they work their buns off. Yes, they do. And to think that there are people that are trying to do bad things to families through the oil business, I I think it's ludicrous, simplistic, it's misleading, it's, it's very frustrating for me as a donator to the station for someone to spread that kind of hate. I'm sorry. Okay, now, please please stay with me because I am the host that you're talking about and I'll be happy. Oh, well, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'll be very happy to talk to you about that. First of all, let me be clear that I'm not maligning all those hard workers in the oil industry, all those engineers, lawyers, PhDs. In fact, I think if you heard my earlier comment, I said that all these, all the intelligence that these oil companies attained came from your tax dollar, my tax dollar of educating all those very bright people at universities. I'm sure that you agree with that, correct? Um, I disagree with the way that you intended to say it. Oh, no, no, wait, let me, let me, let me. Seemingly... Wait, I, I, want to, I, w- I want to take you down a path first and then you can object to me after because what I want to always do when I do these things is to have a dialogue specifically to correct myself if I came across to you in a manner that seemed detrimental to the people themselves and not the executives that, I am, that, that I'm speaking about, the evil ones. And I really mean evil. I'm not taking that back. I really mean that they're evil. But let's, let's oh, back up. I, I understand what you believe. It's not and a belief. What I can tell you. It, wait, wait, hold on, sir. Sir, let me tell you about the belief portion, okay? Let me ask you this. If you know if you, you're, and you're an intelligent person based on what you're, how you're speaking, you're an intelligent person. If you know that we are in hard times right now, if you also know that there is an, really, and I'm not, this is not up for debate either, there is an oil glut. And if you also know, right, that uh, increasing the prices in this type of environment would hurt people. You can only do that if you have no humanity within you to do that. I know you're following a system, but it it it, it would be ha- it would have to be considered inhumane if you if you are going home with a big bonus if and all the shareholders are getting a lot of money as the people who are buying your product are suffering. Can't you see that? I can see how you would have that opinion. 
And how is it an opinion uh, and not a fact, sir? Please explain. Uh, okay, because there are an oil company is made up of a bazillion people, and you're being somewhat simplistic to think that some super senior executive can make a decision in a vacuum and get a bunch of money for himself. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I don't think that's what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying... Let me finish my thought. Sure, go ahead. Let me finish my thought. People that do what you were describing in terms of getting gasoline to the pump Mm -hmm. are working against many other companies that are also trying to get gasoline to the pump. I agree. In a competitive environment. I agree. And you you do the best you can to get oil to the refinery and gasoline from the refinery to the pump at the best price you can so you can beat the next guy. I agree. And so you're totally ignoring the fact that we're in America and that we're a competitive environment economy. Mm-hmm. That is far better than if we nationalize let me ask oil. You, let me ask you a foolish question, sir. Because um, in, in reality, we do have our, our oils, the way our oil is manufactured, if you will. Okay? It's, a, it's, it's in a socialist environment for corporations. Let me explain. Um, when a company drills a well, did they put the oil there? They No, I'm right? not going to answer... Sorry, I'm not going to answer questions that you know the answer to that drive your logic. But it's I'm because not trying. I'm really not trying. Construing a lot of things together, sir. And I'm not saying, trying so to do Steve, that. This is the answer, and I totally disagree with but, you. But sir, I'm not trying to. Do, what I'm trying to do is this: we were indoctrinated into a certain belief, and in being indoctrinated into a certain belief, we think that think that these are things that have to be done. Let me give an example. Here's what I'm going to use your words. You said that. The reason these prices are high, which you are correct, is all these companies competing against each other and they can actually, there's a certain amount of manipulation, but they can actually, uh, they, they try to get the best price so that they can make a profit. I agree with all of that. What I'm saying is we need... I didn't say the best price they can get a profit. I say they have to have a price that's competitive in the market or they don't sell their product. It, isn't saying something is competitive mean that you, you want to make a profit as well as selling your product? I'm asking, don't it's, don't you agree with that? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, fine. You can you can say that. No, so then what I'm saying, sir, is the following: there are certain parts of our economy that does not belong in the private sector. It should be in the commons, and I think the oil sector is one of them. The health sector is one of them, and I think they have proven to us with the volatility of pricing and all these other issues that they don't, and, and for, an, for an essential resource. In other words, you must drive, but you may have, you're, you're probably doing fairly well. 80% of Americans are struggling. And what I'm saying is there are certain parts of our economy that if we want to be humane, we shouldn't have in a for-profit area where we can look at Wall Street and see executives making huge bonuses. We just saw that Chevron made more money than it has ever made, largest profit than it has ever had as other people are suffering. That should, in, 
that should tell somebody that there is something wrong with an economic system where that can occur. And all I am saying is not to be, not to be whatever that you may want to think. I am just saying we need to do things differently so that we don't repeat ourselves all the time. And I am saying nationalization of certain sectors. I'm a, I'm a free enterprise person. I really am. I own my own company, all that good stuff. But there are certain areas that are, of, that are required to humanity, to our people, that does not belong in the private sector. And the, the people in the healthcare industry, in the insurance industry, has proven to us that they have no soul. The people, the executives, in, in, I'm talking insurance agency, the executives in the oil industry has proven to us that they have no soul because, again, the way the things work will cost us. That's all I'm saying. I am saying nothing to hurt you or anybody else. I want things right for Americans. And it's not simplistic. It's possible. Your thoughts? I guess I have to say I respectfully disagree on where you end up okay. in your logic. Uh, I, I agree that you know, we are a country that has, has you know, haves and haves not people. Yes. And that that is... That is uh, very unfortunate. By we design, try sir. To get better all the time. However, your inflammatory wording, I think, is disrespectful. To whom? Of of facts. No, no. Uh, what fact did I? Uh, disrespect? You know, I listen to a lot of news programs, and whether it's the far right or the far left, I feel like you're saying things that you think maybe people want to hear. Oh no, no. I, I believe, honestly think sir. You are totally dis. I want to say, I believe, sir, everything that I've just... If you need some economic information, you should talk to economics professors and see what they say about what you're scheming. I have. And you say things, and then you say that this is what you believe. People ought to hear what the facts are. Sir, that's what what I'm telling. I disagree that you're speaking I understand. I understand, sir. But facts are 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 not immutable, okay? And what I'm saying, everything that has come out of my mouth that I've spoken to you about... They, it's not debatable, really. They're really facts, right? And I don't, I, and I don't <laughs> think you sorry, are able... I'm hanging up now because that is comical. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. You have a wonderful day, sir. All right, let's go to Jane. Come on in, Jane. Jane? Come on in, Jane. Whoops. All right, Jane, I think you're hot. You can talk now, Jane. Okay, everybody talk now to see who comes on. Jane? Line two, Jane. Hmm. Okay, let's see what's going on with the phones. Line two for Jane. Oh, we lost Jane. Okay, come on in. Come on in on number five. Come on in. Yes, sir. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Does this gentleman not hear you that you just told him they got record profits? Uh, again, you have to understand this. Um, what happens in our country, right, is we have been ideologically formed. And, there, and that goes for any country. Oh, by the way, who am I speaking to? Ricardo. Ricardo, thank you very much. Look, uh, we, are, we are a country and we, are, we all are indoctrinated. I am indoctrinated. You are. We are all indoctrinated. The thing about it from indoctrination. I agree with you. Yeah. The thing about it from indoctrination uh, we can also all discern facts. And even though we are all indoctrinated, it, like, let me give an example. When I came to the United States of America, I thought I was a 100% a true capitalist, okay? 
And I and the, the first book that I wrote, I kind of wrote a few things in there that that gave the reasons why I I had to change the the type of economic system that I believed in, and it had to do with. Uh, a, going to, to taking economics in class and after taking the class realizing how it was skewed and done in such a manner that it leaves most people out it's hard and, and you know if 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 the former caller gave gave us a chance to explain certain things if you have an open mind you will believe it. i understood you perfectly apparently his mind is not like a parachute <laughs> yeah well you know so but anyway what what, what else would you like to add sir no, I always just wanted to state that I agree with you. Uh, the oil companies are making pro- record profits off of the working man's back. Yes, and the, the thing about it is, uh, what what get what drives me the most crazy a lot of times is that a lot of people that these companies themselves are hurting are the people defending them. Right? They're take they're they're taking money out of their pockets and they're defending them and they're saying. I am naive for believing that because you are taking my last dollar, that somehow that's the way it's supposed to be. As I watch the news or listen to the news and watch that if you take a look at the per barrel cost of their profits, it is under $100. Right. It's amazing. And, you know, but again... Uh, the, the news media uh, is, is not there telling the story and you have a third party like myself. You know you know who took me on TV? Muslim TV called me up a few times to, t- to tell this story because they wanted this story told, uh, the truth about the oil companies. But what can I say? Anything else, sir? Keep up the good work. Thank you, brother. You have a wonderful day. Take care. All right, let's go to Jane. Come on in, Jane. You're a number one. Jane, come on in. Hello? You're on, Jane. Oh, hi. Um, I missed the last part of what you were talking about in regard to gas, but I'm going to tell you that you are a little limited in the way you think about gas prices. Okay. Um, Let me go back a little bit in history, if you don't mind. I'll do this real quick. Oh, no, please do. uh, uh, about 2001 or so, but during the Bush, uh, the George W. Bush's empire, mm-hmm. uh, when he was president, uh, if you remember, gas prices went, oh God, up to ungodly amount, anywhere from a dollar to four dollars plus per yes. gallon over yes. the average prices that that were at that time, mm-hmm. and then the biggest decrease came just. At the end of George W. Bush's uh, presidency, when it decreased down to less than $2 a gallon. Did you remember that? I sure do. Okay. So basically what happens is prices of oil and gas go up and down. Do you agree with that? I agree. Okay. Now, politicians tend to take the blame. Yes. And they have all this stuff with the Keystone stuff and this thing and buying oil and gas from Russia and and even blaming the CEOs of whatever company you want to blame. Mm-hmm. All of them, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But all of this is totally wrong thinking. Okay. Prices go up. Prices come down, they'll still go up again, they'll still come down. And it has nothing to do with politics, it has nothing to do with CEOs of any gas company. Okay. 
It's not a political issue of any kind. What do you think it is, ma'am? Gas prices are totally affected solely by the market forces. Mm. Now, what are the market forces? Uh, they're China. They're Russia. Mm -hmm. They're uh, Venezuela. Mm -hmm. They're Canada. Mm -hmm. They're Alaska. There's Texas. In other words, it's global market forces. Okay. So if you want to change something with the gas prices, you have to do it globally because you may put the brakes on the United States, but they'll lose if they don't if they don't abide by the global forces that right. occur on, on the United it's States free gas prices. It's called a free market. And let me, let me it's first... It's a free market yes. globally. Can I, it's not a free market Janie, in the United States. Right. It's a free Jane. market globally. Jane, can I tell you, first of all, that I concur with absolutely everything that you've said. First of all, and, it's no, and, it, and it is in no way opposed to anything that I've said. And let me explain. Now that I've listened to you, let me explain. Uh, you're absolutely correct. It's market, free market, global free market based. There's one thing that you said that wasn't quite accurate. And it goes as follows. The United States of America, within its own borders, has enough oil, to, oil and hydrocarbons to sustain it for the foreseeable future. That's that's a statement of fact as well when you take a look at what we have. And how much of that and how much of that oil goes to other countries? I understand that that's that's where I, I'm I'm glad that you That's not 100% oil no, no, here no, no. for the United I, States. I know, I that know. is oil that goes globally. Jane, remember that I made you speak without interruption. Can you I'm sorry, sir. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Now, now here's the thing, Jane. You're absolutely correct. But let's start here in America. We have enough oil to be self-sufficient and above we should, if we decided to create a policy that made sure, first of all, I said nationalize the oil. That's what I want. That's what I said. That's what I mean. Okay. I meant, I meant that to the core of my heart because it's the only way we can keep stable prices because the market system is a, is, is horrendous to the individual's budget based on this type of economic system. There's no reason why we should have this type of, there's, no, there's never an oil shortage. There's always a measure of getting oil where it needs to go. There's never a shortage because the amount of oil in the ground uh, over the short period of time is fixed. I know oil is constantly being made and, and over time, but it's fixed. That amount of oil in the ground is fixed. The amount of equipment needed to extract that oil right now can keep growing and has. There is no reason for what we see. What we see is market, is the way the market works. They work on saying, I need to maximize the ebb and flow for maximum profit. And that is why, and by the way, they're, they're doing nothing wrong. That is what capitalism said. The efficient use of resources to maximize the, the shareholder value. That's the definition of the system. And that is, and because of the nature of oil and how it's extracted and how it's delivered and hurricanes and all these other features... Though that's not an exact science. However, in, 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 in an economic system, as you mentioned before, rightly, that ebb and flow in prices would occur. And that includes fraud as well, by the way. Don't think that fraud isn't a part of it. It is. I can give Venezuela as an example, sitting on a, on a pool of oil, but we'll leave that for another time. Now, that said, that said, 
if we are in a nationalized environment with storage, et cetera, that doesn't have the profit motive into consideration, we could have a stable price on the market, on our market. I'm not talking national market now, starting at, at home. We could have a stable price, but because we are slaves to a system that we believe is has to be the way it is, because that's the only thing we've been indoctrinated and know, we live with these ebbs and flows. We live with these recession, not recession, all these kinds of issues. It does not have to be that way. That's what they told us. It doesn't have to be that way. That's all I'm saying, Jane. I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. I can understand your viewpoint, but I still don't think you're thinking globally. No, I'm How not. much of those that oil that's sitting here in the United States solely mm-hmm. came from the United States and not from other countries? I'm glad that you said that. We have you like you 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 were you you gave the right answer in the beginning. It's a global market. So there's a, Saudi Arabia oil that's coming here. There's Venezuelan oil that's coming here. There's American oil that's going to Canada. There's American oil that's going to Egypt. There's American oil. I mean, it's all it's all all it's a game of who gives me the best price for what I buy, right? But I'm saying if we were we, we the, the energy system should eliminate that so that we could have stability. If we have stability in energy, we can have free markets and all the things that don't kill you. We don't need free markets in healthcare. We don't need free markets in energy. We don't need free markets in certain areas because we can have, if those areas are stable, we can really have, really, really have a, a free enterprise system where people are, 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 can, can grow based on their worth and not based on these guys. How would management. you start with a national? How would you nationalize I it? would slowly, of course. I am an engineer, so I believe in gradients. You can't have large gradients. If you have large gradients, you have big mistakes. So you Who do would be sl- in charge of it? The politicians? No. Again, here's the deal. I don't... First of all, uh, Jane, you're a very smart person, okay? Uh, no, I'm not. Actually, you are. Fear, I'm a peon. No, no. Hold on a second. Let's, let's get clear. And that is a problem. And I'm serious about this. You should never say you're a peon because here is the deal. That is what they depend on. That is how they convince us to do the things that are, that's good for the few and not the many by making us believe I have that. experience. There you go. Thank you. That's all I need to hear from you. You've got experience. And we, there are ways to do it. It may be above my pay grade, but if we decided to make a change from indoctrination, we could do it. But just saying to nationalize something without a program behind it or thought behind that as to how it would be implemented, I, to me, is, 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 is disrespectful of your listeners. Okay, well, let me, let me tell my listeners, starting with you, Jane, I don't ever mean to be disrespectful of you. But what I'm saying is I, I am, I'm given the framework. We can actually work on the details after we've determined that the framework makes sense. Is that better respectful to you? And I'm just going to add one more thing. Yes. Do you know that there are certain uh, of these American companies that are globally operating? Yes, I do. I don't know any American oil and gas that is not globally that's, operating. Sister. That are looking toward the future of other ways of obtaining energy other than nuclear yeah. or fossil fuel. 
right. There's a lot going and on. And they're right. fantastic profit, the profits that you say that go, that they get. That not only goes to as we, you talked about the employees and so forth and so on, but also to those those people who support them in various methods me, and I, ways. Jane, I, I got to leave you, Jane, because the phones are filling up. But I love the discussion, and I, I, I'm glad that I we come. To, we okay, came to I'll some. let you go. I'll let you go with that. But you have just a, remember that they are looking to go in other directions. I also. agree, but check, I, I want you to read up something before I let you go. I want you to read up on something. Check out what they did after they got the record profits. They didn't go and say, I'll invest in other forms of what energy. What year? What year? Uh, this year. This year. So I'm saying this year after they got their record profits, you know what they did? They bought back more stocks. They didn't invest. Who is they? Chevron, Exxon, and 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 Shell. They bought back stocks. They didn't put the money into uh, alternative resources of energy, which proves my point. But t- go read it up, and we'll talk. I'm going to look. I'm going to go check it out. I'm Thank you. Check and, it and out. Call us okay. back anytime. Thank, Thank you. you. You have a hey, great day. Have a good day, and thanks for your show. I love it. Thank you, ma'am. You have a wonderful day. All right, let's go ahead and bring Tracy in. Tracy, number three. Tracy, how you doing? Tracy, you're on. Tracy. Okay, I'm gonna call Tracy. Don't don't hang her up here because she could be she's uh, trying to get her phone. Tracy, are you there? All right, let's put Tracy on hold back and let's go to uh, Barry. Come on, Barry. You're on, Barry. Barry. Barry, you're on. Great. All right, let's go to George, number four. George, you're on. Yes. Hello. Yes, George, you're on. Okay, well, I'm, who am I talking to? You're speaking to Egberto. Okay, Egberto. Uh, well, I was trying to get into the, the right now on, on the radio with the uh, host. You're speaking to the host. Ah, okay. Well, this is what's going on. Um, I agree with you um, regarding the, uh, the nationalization of the petroleum. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that belongs to the people. Yes. It comes from the ground. It belongs to the people. And you know what? Um, they're being subsidized by the government by millions upon millions of dollars, just as the health industry has Try well, billions, sir. Yeah, billions of dollars uh, that we pay for them to produce this oil for us, and then they charge us. Yes. Uh, they overcharge us. Now, they, they do like OPEC does. OPEC uh, sort of produces more to lower the price, and they produce less to increase the price. Yes. So they, they had like a bigger. It's a cartel. And it's a cartel. So same here. It's the same situation here. They tend to, uh, you know, produce less like they did recently, even though the, the, the same machinery is in, in place to extract the, the petroleum. And everything else is in place, and we we subsidize them yes. by billions of dollars. And at the same time, like the health industry, it's the same thing. I, I'm not jumping from one to the no, other. No, but you're correct, sir. You're correct. Yeah, it's the same thing with the health industry. 
by millions upon millions I of just dollars want, per year. Since you brought up the health industry, George, uh, just think about this. Moderna, the, 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 and that's what was the subject today. Moderna, their vaccine, they were selling to the U.S. government for $16 a shot, okay? They were selling it to the regular Joe Blow for $26 a shot. Now they're now that the government is not going to be buying it from them, they want to sell it for $130 a shot. That is what I call, when I when I talk about the evils of uh, of, of this this economic system, when I talk about evils of, let's say, the health industry and the, the health insurance industry and the petroleum industry, the things that you just brought up are, is apropos. And I think uh, we have to stop as a people, stop just believing and being docile into the belief that somehow there's some benevolency out of what these folks do. It isn't. It's just about taking your last dollar. We're all eventually going to become renters. Go ahead, George. It's all about profit. Yeah. Yes. And when you have profit motive, especially for health, mm-hmm. that is that is wrong. That is evil, like you say. Absolutely. It George, is. I'm running out of yeah. uh, time and I have a, a lot more calls coming in. So thank you so kindly for yeah. calling. Please keep listening, sir. Yeah, yeah. There's no, no such thing as the free market. Exactly. They're, they're subsidized. Thank you. They're subsidized by the government. Thank, thank you, you very much, you George. Have a good day. Thank you, brother. All right, let's go to uh, David. Uh, David, how are you doing, sir? Oh, wow. Good good to hear from you, Alberto. Hey, uh, something this fellow said that really picked my ear. Uh-huh. That talked about something about the oil companies have to compete with each other. Right. Uh, one thing I noticed about in America, and it's like that in Houston, let's say you're driving down the road and you see two Two gas stations, one on, one on one side of the road and one on the other. And you look at the price of the product you're selling, it's the same on one side, it's the same on the other. Right. And what they have done, what the oil companies in this country have done, whether it's Exxon or Valero or Chevron, they've all come into an agreement that we're all going to price our product at the same price because we don't want to get into price wars. Right. That's price fixing. Exactly. Dude, so what is so what is this guy talking about? Competition? Well, there is no competition. Let me tell you, what he's talking about is, I, I, and actually, believe it or not, that's what you... He was like, believe it or not, he was kind of talking about what you're saying. In other words, if, if the Exxon across the street has three ninety nine, the Exxon, the other shell going to have three ninety nine too. If that other guy drops it, to 350, he's going to drop it to 350. That is what this guy is talking about. What I'm telling him is that doesn't work because in these times, the the best thing to do is to jack it up and have each other have a fight jacking it up. That's what it's all about. So, I mean, I don't think you are saying much different than what he's saying. The thing is that the bias right now is for high prices. And you know what? Here's the thing why we all get screwed all of the times. The oil companies and these different uh, people that run, let's say, oil, they can keep jacking their price up. And then the feds are going to increase the interest rates to stop us from buying as much oil and stop us from buying as much things. So we, the people, we get hit on both sides. Trying to bring prices down, we get hit. Uh, When the prices are going up, we get hit. In other words, we pay more for gasoline. And when the Fed said we need to drop the prices so we don't have runaway inflation, we pay the price in higher um, interest rates because most people don't have free cash. So they are using credit. So it hurts us on both ends. This is our system. And that's what I am trying to say. As people, we need to stop being docile and we need to become active in making sure that we have an economic system that works for all. Where do we start? We start by 
first of all, forcing in politicians that are going to pass the laws that prevents the pilfer. Go ahead, uh, David. Yeah, well, I don't think the Republicans are going to go for it because they're in the back pockets of the oil companies. And that's hey, fine. I, I don't mind. Look, if the oil companies want to own Republicans, and by the way, they own some Democrats too, that's fine. Yeah, I know that, but most yeah. of them are Republicans I know, anyway. but here's what I'm saying, David. I want, <laughs> yeah. brother, here's what I'm saying, brother. I want, I don't care if who is in the oil pockets uh, in the in the pockets of the oil companies. What I want to do, however, is elect people that I know are in the pockets of we the people. And so you can, you know, once you are in the oil company's pocket, that's a that's a, a, a what do you call it thing on your back to let us know Evil we need craven. to get rid of you. Thank you yeah. very much, David. I got to go to another call. Well, so do I. Bye. Thank you, brother. Thank you. All right, let's try Tracy one more time. Tracy, are you there? Tracy, are you there? I can't hear you if you're there. All right, let's go to Brian then. Uh, come on in, Brian. Yes, that's me. Come on in, Brian. Yes, good morning. Good morning, sir. So, who has the world's largest proven oil reserves in the, in the world? Venezuela. Venezuela. Yes. Uh, did Venezuela nationalize their uh, oil market? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Yes. Uh, okay. How's their economy doing right now? What's I'm their so, inflation rate? You know what I uh, love that you, Brian, I'm so happy you use Venezuela as an example because you give, you remember what Jane talked about pol- politics and oil? You remember just what Jane was uh, speaking about earlier or did you hear her at all? No, I don't remember that, but. That's fine. That's, that's fine. Fact. It's okay. Don't, don't try to misconstrue the word. Oh, I don't need to misconstrue at all. I don't need to misconstrue okay. at all. How many illegal aliens have came from Venezuela to immigrate into the United States? After they nationalized their oil service. Uh, there's a lot. In fact, there, I'm from Panama, Central a lot. America. Why, why do you think they would leave a prosperous country mm-hmm. okay. if they earned a national? That's fine. I mean, look, you're bringing up a whole lot of valid points that I can refute each one. Okay? So, I mean, that's fine. I'm glad okay, that you brought those. you can those. refute the facts, but the okay. facts are, are, are what they are. No, they're they nationalized. I, and yes, they have but, a horrible economy but, because of it. But here's the interesting thing that you have to understand, Brian. Because X occurred, y does, it, X, y does not have to be dependent on X occurring, okay? Let me explain a few you're things. making absolutely no sense. May I speak? Well, you have to. If, are you willing to listen? absolutely no sense. Did you call? X and Y has nothing to do with a proven fact. No. How is that a proven fact again? Okay, here's a, if you want another proven fact, is this an independent radio station? Yes, it is. Okay, what would you think if the government came in and decided that they're going to run your station the way the government was run? Well, I think you misunderstand what independent means and what I'm talking about when I talk about nationalization. Now, this is the lost point. Uh, this is the lost point. You're a socialist. I'm a capitalist. No, no, but wait. But hold on, Brian. Don't, don't run. Why don't you? I don't Look, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Are you interested in... Yeah. That is... Let me tell you, Before I go to Ray, I'm going to go to Ray in a little bit, but I want you guys to hear that type of conversation, right? That's somebody that doesn't want to entertain a dialogue as far as reality is concerned. Go ahead, uh, um, What that fellow needs to know is that in Venezuela... The oil company was nationalized long before Thank Venezuela you. became a socialist country. Thank you. I mean, again, one of the things about it is when you just hear the top lines, right? And that's what right-wingers do, right? They get one, sh- uh, they, they, they hold on to one thing and they don't go into deeper thinking. All this stuff, look, I've written four books, brother. 
And I, and it, I, I don't pull the stuff that I take out of the air. There is there fact-based information from economists that are not indoctrinated. And by the way, I've even had economists on my program that are neoliberal economists agree with what I'm saying, as well as I've had Richard Wolf agree with what I'm saying. So when you come with those statements like, Venezuela is nationalized industry and it all went south, that's not what really happened. But you will if if you if you don't decide to do any kind of deep thinking that's what's going to occur what i try to do with my audience is to have respect for my audience to listen to what they have to say where i am able to refute i refute and like when i spoke to jane i made jane say oh look based on the current economic model jane you're absolutely right here is the kind of model i would like come on in ray let's bring ray into the conversation ray how are you doing today sir Hey, uh, it's virtual. Let me turn my, my set down. Yes. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm glad I'm trying to catch up with you. I've been tied up in this uh, bureaucracy with uh, my apartment. Oh, wow. In. I hope you're so okay now. Location. Uh, it, it's a process, man. But look, uh, I've been listening to you. I didn't really catch a lot of the banter. But what I wanted to basically speak on is from earlier in the show, you mentioned that a billionaire had basically sued Beto yes. for uh, saying that it's legalized bribery. Right. And I find that quite interesting. It reminds me of a case of when I was watching, you know, I can't watch Fox News like you say it first. <laughs> so it just, I, I, I need something to do after work, and that's just not it. I got but you, brother. I, but a good, a happy medium is I do watch Real Time with Bill Maher, and he's a neoliberal. Yes, he is. Um, in terms of his ideology. So I think that's about as close to conservative as I could get. But I remember uh, in the spirit of trolling Donald Trump, he had basically put out a statement that Donald Trump was questionably uh, the the son of a Sasquatch or something like that. And, <laughs> and he got sued. Basically Donald Trump got so mad, he sued Bill Maher. And yes. Bill Maher put that on air. So it's like, you know, it's funny how these rich folks, you know, they got all this money that they got padded and all this luxury, but somebody says something that hurts their feelings. Oh, I want to sue you because you said something that might be arguably true. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? But anyway, let me yeah. tell you, Ray, I, I only have like uh, eight minutes left and I have a couple more calls. So anything else you want to say quickly before we go to the other call? Uh, no, brother. I just wanted to check in with you. And, I, uh, I want you week. to know that I appreciate you. I appreciate your ears. I appreciate you sharing all our stuff. Okay, brother? All right. For sure. Have a wonderful day. All right. Let's go to Brad. Come on in, Brad. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am doing well, sir. Talk to me. So you want to nationalize oil, sort of like uh, how Saudi Arabia did with the Ramco? Well, you know something? But there's a difference, right? Saudi Arabia is a kingdom. And we are a democracy purportedly. So the idea is nationalization of an oil company means we, the people, actually owns the oil, which in reality, all that oil in the ground is ours. All the technology that was developed uh, for that oil, or a lot of it, that is, came... Wait, can I finish? Uh, a lot of the technology. A lot of the technology. I'm sorry. Yeah, a lot of the technology that these companies use, the physicists, the analysts, and all these guys, you, brother Brad 
uh, your tax dollars went in there to really educate these folks to do the work that they do. And when it's time then to extract the oil that belongs to us all, when it is time to put it on the market, we pay a premium. We have this over and over again. We're paying, uh, they want to charge $130 for uh, for pills right now that we developed as well. But go ahead, Brad, make your case. All right. Uh, do you also believe we should nationalize pharmaceutical industry since so much of our tax dollars yes. goes to that? I, I, as okay. I said, that there are two sectors I think should be nationalized. I think the energy sector should be nationalized. And I, I, given the amount that we as a, as a government pay into it already, and I think the, the, the pharmaceutical industry, since all the drugs developed a few years ago were done under patents that were created, uh, well, not all, but a large a plurality of the drugs that's been used were under patents that were developed with government money. Yes, I think we should then hire the pharmaceutical companies as the marketers of this stuff because, you know, well, they have a good market and infrastructure built already. But as far as everything else, Yes, I think they should. Okay, where else? The auto industry? No, 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 no. Let me tell you where I stop, okay? I stop where there there are things that innovation is necessary. In other words, we need innovation and we need people doing all kinds of different things, different kinds of foods, different kinds of cars, different kinds of jewelry. All these things should be in the free market. All these things should be in a position where competition can really exist. You can't have real competition when it comes to oil. You can't have real competition when it comes to uh, to, to development of drugs, etc. because of several things. Since a pro- a for profit depends on profit, think about this. We won't develop. My wife has lupus. There's not a lot of research that's been done in lupus until they've started to find out more people had lupus. There are a lot of other diseases that no research is done in it because for a profit motive in healthcare means that only places where profit can be made is usually handled. So no, I believe the energy sector and the healthcare sector needs to be substantially nationalized. What about, what about power companies? Power companies are part of energy, isn't it? Okay. You believe that the water uh, utilities should, you're saying all utilities should utilities be- Utilities uh, should be nationalized. Of course. I mean, if you want an example for that, you go ahead and figure out that the reason, let's back up a bit. Let's take a look at um, what's going on in, in, uh, in, What's in Flint and, and Jackson, Mississippi, right? Where these guys are crippled by industry. In other words, we don't want to pay our taxes, et cetera, et cetera. Now, if, if we didn't have to worry about that, there would be no problem. We can send a billion dollars to Iraq, I mean, to Ukraine. We can't send a billion dollars to fix, uh, to fix um, the, the, power, the system in Jackson or, or Flint. What about phone companies? Phone companies? Uh, the, I, the, I, look, you're, you're giving me a whole list of things, right? I gave you a list of what I don't think well, should no, be I'm giving you a list of what are called the commanding heights, and I just want to know which are the commanding well, heights. Well, I, I, think, I, think I think basic services, maybe, but all the other services that are not, no. Okay. It's, simple, it's not difficult to, look, l- let, me, let me tell you what the criteria should be, all right? If, 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 it's, a, if it's a service critical to society, it should. It should. It shouldn't belong. It. It belongs in the commons. It's that's okay. It's not difficult. All right. I mean, I'm not exactly disagreeing with you. I just want to know where you stood on something. Uh, real quick, I, Tori wants to say something real quick. Uh, yeah, I've kind of got a synthesis of all the above. I think that uh, 
natural resources, all natural resources should be nationalized and controlled democratically. But anything that's like production, distribution, extraction, that should be private. You know, I, we don't want government cheese or I government agree. gas stations. But, you know, there should be a choke point, and it should be at the national uh, resource level. We don't want oil companies, you know, controlling natural resources. Amen. That, that's actually, Tori, that's a very good way of putting it, brother. Very good way of putting it. Anything else, uh, Brad, that you want to add? That is it. You have a pleasant afternoon. You have a wonderful day, Brad. All right, let's go to B. Come on in, B. Uh, yes, I just wanted to uh, be pretty quick and just mention that last caller that spoke with you, uh, that rushed to hang up on you, uh, used a logical fallacy that you pointed out, and that fallacy has a name which is a post hoc ergo proctor hoc. Whoa. Which is, you know, one thing happens, and because that happens, uh, and something else happens after it, because of that, A caused B. Um, so, like, for instance, uh, Biden became president, and after Biden became president, gas prices went up. So, therefore, Biden was the cause of gas prices. B, you're a smart which, person. If you look into the facts, that's not accurate. B? You get it. And that, that is, uh, you know what, B, I want, one of the purposes of my show is to beg that people start to think as you just mentioned. In other words, to stop letting these people jack them around for, for, making, uh, for making dependent variables that aren't. Okay? That's what I want. Yeah. And, that, and, and thank you for calling in, my brother. No problem. And uh, just one last point. Uh, yes. You know, he, he called you a socialist, which I don't know what your political or, you know, your, what your economic uh, ideals are. I, I personally, uh, you know, I, I recognize that there's issues with both economic systems. Uh, but if this many of the things that this country was founded upon, if they were implemented today, would be called socialist. Like, I think there's a lot of people say that if somebody came along and tried to introduce public libraries in this day and age, a lot of people hey, call it socialism. Hey, just I got one minute and political. I want to bring Curtis in real quick, but thank you so kindly for your call. You keep listening and keep calling, brother, okay? Absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. Come on in, Curtis. Curtis, real quick, I got 30 seconds for you. Okay. Go. Curtis, go. Hello? Yes, what do you want to say? You got 30 seconds. 30 seconds, like Berto? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm out of time. Talk to me real quick. Okay, I'll talk to you real quick. If you're... If, if you imagine nationalizing oil in America, and if you were to go ahead and nationalize and imagine every other country nationalizing their oil, you would still have a world market for oil, and your gas prices wouldn't change a bit. Okay, we'll talk. Curtis, call me, call me on Wednesday. Well, Curtis, I got to go. Call me on Wednesday, okay? Call me on Wednesday. We'll Bye. talk. We'll talk about it. Okay. Call me Wednesday. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, folks, look, my, uh, I want to thank all of you guys for being here. My name is Egberto Willies, and you guys know how I end the show. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know.
is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.